Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. We're putting our flannels on, our beanie caps on, and rolling our jeans up and headed to the Plaza District in OKC. And after the break, tourism in Oklahoma State Park sees a record-breaking numbers. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. So I've spent a lot of time, admittedly, in the Plaza District. I've seen it be nothing and, and, and seen it become what it's become today. There is, I mean, it is bustling with activity now. It is, but can we start with the fact that you insulted the people that visit the Plaza District? I have beanies. I have flannels. I wear tight pants. I don't think that everybody that goes there wears beanies and flannels and tight this pants. This time of year, they probably do, and that's okay. I do it, too. I, it's okay. Dude, it's not insulting. It's really not. I, I feel like it no, is. No, it's not. We're A having fun bit. with it. No, we're having fun with it. I, th- I think they're going to be offended. They, they all, won't all be offended. <laughs> they would be offended if we called them hipsters. Hipsters, because that's what you were going for. I didn't want to do that. I don't think that's even a thing now. Is it a thing? I don't. I think there's probably ironic hipsters now. People there's, who mm-hmm. dress ironically as hipsters. Right. I've never understood maybe the ironic angle. Maybe I don't. Maybe I should listen to Alanis Morissette's song "Ironic" again to kind of get a better grasp on <laughs> irony. Well, <laughs> I would like to shift gears from your weird thought patterns and move to the Plaza District yes. in Oklahoma City. It is located between uh, on Northwest Sixteenth between Classen and Penn. It is home to galleries, studios, retail shops, restaurants. Performance venues, mm-hmm. home furnishing stores, hairstylists, tattoo artists, and graphic designers, and I'm sure that I'm missing some. And it's all in one. It's just like this. They call it the Plaza District, but really, it's 16th Street. It's the whole stretch of 16th Street. It's just cram-packed full with flavor and flair and just really cool, fun, and interesting things to do for... Hell, there's some things to do for free that we'll talk about, too. There are, and this is one of those shows where I think I need to preface at the beginning. We are not going to cover everything that exists in the Plaza District. It's not possible. And we may not do most of it any justice, because a lot of it really just has to be seen and tasted. To start with, they have festivals all the time. All the time or something. Every month they have live on the plaza. Mm -hmm. It's a free monthly art walk featuring art shows, live entertainment, great food, food trucks, all that sort of stuff. Well, one of the the bigger events that happens in the Plaza District is the Plaza District Festival that happens each fall. And we missed it, but it's there. We didn't miss it. It just recently happened, though. And they do stuff like this all the time. Their calendar for events has to be on one of those giant calendars that cover oh, your yeah. desk. When you peel the, you have to peel the sheets off, and it's got the coffee rings on it. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Because the a regular calendar is not going to fit this. Yes, definitely check out their website, which mm-hmm. is plazadistrict.org, if you want to know what festivals are coming up. But just to kind of highlight some of the businesses that are in the Plaza District, starting with the Lyric Theater. You can watch shows, enroll in classes for dance, for theater or painting. 
and something that might strike your fancy. Mm-hmm. They have lyrics at Christmas Carol. I love it. I returning love it. for the eleventh year, just started, mm-hmm. runs through December twenty third. I love it. I love it. It is this as much okay. Now you get me going. I don't. You have to understand. You're my wrangler. You're supposed to. Re- you're supposed to kind of rein me in. You I already did that. Well, I know, but you bring these things up that make me go. Wee. So, a Christmas. Car- if the thing is my favorite movie of all time, then the Christmas Carol is my favorite story slash ghost story, hands down. Number one with a bullet. It's a Christmas Carol. This is right up, right up me alley, Governor. <laughs> But something that's equally up my alley. Have you ever been to, to Bad Granny's Bazaar? I have. That place is cool, man. I think every every business down there is yeah. cool. But you're right. Bad Granny's Bazaar. They have a lot of collectibles, vintage clothing, mm-hmm. a lot of weird gifts. Gift. Uh, I don't even know how to explain it. A lot of weird things mm-hmm. that you think, oh, I know a dude. That yeah. has to have this. Yes. There's a lot of that in a lot of the times I go, there's somebody that I know would like this, but I want that. You know what I mean? It makes me go in there. I get real selfish. I'm like, this would be a great gift for Harley. Yeah, he's not, he doesn't have any room for it. One of the things that's nice <laughs> about them is they are focused on upcycled, recycled, yes. repurposed products. They're open Tuesday through Saturday, 12 to 5 30. And they're on 16th Street. Obviously. The other thing, I don't know if it's still there, but they used to have a blockbuster video return box that somebody put out there that you could basically... Have you seen those community libraries where you you bring a book, you take a book? Yeah. It's the same concept, but with VHS tapes. So you just stand there and take them... Right. And never come back. Well, it's a okay. It's like a geocache for VHS. I understand that, but right? You yes, have a, yeah, you have a VHS I addiction. I do have a, but and I would literally be, they there are people just dropping off your drug of choice, right, right, into a spot and going. Anybody can take it. Or I'm like, you're not going to take that one, are you? You know, I'm like spitting on it, so they don't take it. <laughs> but yeah, it, Bad Grannies is probably at the top of my list of, of places to visit when I'm down there for sure. In the same vein, there's another place yeah. called Dig It Boutique. Mm, never been there. They specialize in kind of retro fashion. Mm-hmm. They carry a lot of vintage band tees. Yeah. And they carry a lot of locally crafted art and jewelry. Really kind of leans towards the, I don't know, the best way to, they lean weird. Like everything seems to be a little, it's, what is the word? There is a word for it. Weird, but weird has a bad connotation to it. How about, uh, what's the, the, no, I can't think of it. I can't think of it. Not wacky, not zany. It's not the 80s. Uh, there's a, God, eclectic? Sure. Sure. I think it more kind of veers towards the fashion end of things. Right. Though. So it's, it's not necessarily an eclectic collection so much as all of the fashion options. Or fashion forward. Or fashion, retro. yes. Kind of just all over the yeah. place. But it looks really cool. Another one of these places, they are open 12 to 7, Monday through Sunday. Good hours. Um, check out their website, digitokc.com. Well, in a place I've been to a few times, they have really cool... It's, I have, I'm one of those people that it's really hard for me to buy just one thing. So a lot of times I go in and go, I want that, I want that. So I don't buy anything. I just go in, end up going in and browsing for you 45 vapor lock. minutes. I do. I do have vapor lock on everything. 
except having kids, apparently. But DNA Galleries, it is an artist-made shop that focuses primarily on local makers. I'm telling you, there's some of the coolest made-in-Oklahoma, little cool little hip kind of cutesy tchotchkes. They've got mugs. They've got really cool T-shirts. More importantly, they've yeah. got really cool art. Yeah, it's like art. A, a lot of the the kitschy items that yeah. are really cool artwork. Yeah, they're really cool artwork. They have a gallery wall that rotates monthly. It's all local art, which... Can we talk local for just a second? Yeah, because <laughs> we never do that. But I get what you're saying. No, I, I do want to talk about it. So okay. I had a conversation, and there was a local business owner that was approaching, in 2019, their first million-dollar sales Jeez. year in 2019. Yeah. In 2020, they made less than $250,000 in sales. And this year, 2021, mm-hmm. they have only gotten to about the same point as they got last year. I don't understand. I just don't. I don't understand that. I think, I mean, obviously the pandemic had a huge impact. Yeah. But I think a lot of it is people are buying garbage on Amazon. They're buying garbage on Amazon. It's 98.9% of it is mass produced. Mm-hmm. It's It's got a stamp on it that's from somewhere we've never been before. It's built like, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, What how they're building this stuff. They're building it on a 3D printer. I don't know what's happening, but stop buying on Amazon. It, it, Unless it's absolutely necessary, I'll buy kitty litter on Amazon. I won't lie, because I can get a better deal on bulk. But when you're talking artwork, when you're talking handmade items, there's somebody you know right now that is printing their own damn business cards trying to get this thing off the ground. Right. So, anyway, but again, our point, buy local, buy from local producers, buy from local artists. Check out DNA Galleries on their website, dnagalleries.com. They are also on 16th Street, down at the very end yep. of the Plaza District. It's well worth the trip in and of itself. Right. If you would like to explore the world without uh-huh. leaving Oklahoma, there is a place in the Plaza District called Polk Life. They have pottery, handcrafts, home goods, folk art, masks, clothing, jewelry from 30 different countries. Are these N nine or was it N ninety masks or whatever it is? No, there's a lot of tribal art, just really neat looking things from all around the world. Really neat art from all around the world. They're open Monday through Sunday with various hours, so check out their website, folklifeokc.com. Well, in, in kind of keeping with the theme of art, and probably my personal favorite thing to do, and we were talking about things that are free, and there's a lot of those things that are scattered throughout. But one of the coolest things. If you're into street art, which I, I know I am, I, I've dabbled in it. I'm nowhere near as close as to some of these artists, but check. You need to go down there and check out the Plaza Walls. It's curated. It's got a rot. It's a rotating mural project. They update it as often as every couple of months. Sometimes even sooner. Just depends on the size of the project because there's literally some places that are completely covered, like the outside wall is covered with one singular piece of art. Now, it's, it's sponsored by the Oklahoma Mural Syndicate. There are 30 murals, 25 artists. They make it really easy, too, for, for artists to paint murals because there's some really neat little alleyways. And, you know, some of the places are, are, are 10 by 10 wide. Some of them are 20 by 10 high. We're going to post some pictures on the Facebook page. But you definitely, if you are an art 
nerd or just love colorful repurposing of anything. Absolutely. One of their goals is to increase public art in Oklahoma City. Yeah. And they're doing a great job. They're showing that you can be kind of upscale. Right. Kind of classy. Right. With that street art. They're mm-hmm. doing a phenomenal job. Yeah, it's well curated. in, And I like that it's giving artists that would normally be shunned for doing street art because, you know, a true street artist isn't going to go paint a church. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, your typical graffiti artist might paint a train. But the fact that these are s- still art pieces that you can admire and, and appreciate, you definitely I'm telling you right now, it's definitely well worth it. If you want to check out that artwork, obviously the plaza walls yeah. are open 24-7. You can 24/7. drive down the street and check Absolutely. them out. Yeah. But at their gallery, they're open 12 to 5, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And you can check them out on their website, plazawalls.org. Now, I know you're doing keto. Yes. You're doing a damn good job of it. You're looking pretty svelte, you know. Uh, we, we're going to talk about food. More specifically, we've had many a conversation about best pizza, 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 pizza. There are some really good pizza joints around. But one of the coolest places to have pizza, without a doubt, is Empire Slice House. I haven't been to the new location. I feel guilty. I have picked up pizza from the EZE, which is their little to-go section, but... Empire Slice, I think we've even done maybe a show on it. No, we have not done a show on we Empire haven't. Slice House. I have been to Empire Slice House on mm-hmm. multiple occasions. Yeah. I will say, as far as the funky alternatives to your standard mm-hmm. pizza fare, yep. they're by far the best that I've had. And I'm going to say this, because this is keto, this is something you could eat between the two, the keto family. You've got the keto nuclear family right now. It's the perfect setup. You need to have their meatball. Dude, it's the, it's the size of this pea pop filter. Uh-huh. It's made with veal, lamb, and beef. I'm telling you right. I believe it's made with veal. It doesn't matter. It's made with something. It's made with love. It's made from asteroids. I don't know what it is. It's magic. It is magic. Well, well, they do focus on a New York-style pizza. I love that kind. And they have a lot of the classics. Mm -hmm. But, like I said, they do have some some variations. My favorite variation on the standard New York pizza, Mm -hmm. the Ghost Face Killer Pizza, it's ghost chili marinara, pepperoni, poblano, and barbecue chips. Oh, boy. Dude, it will clear out your sinuses. It will clean clean out your sinuses. And I'm telling you, I like... A pizza that doesn't have a ton of sauce. So the New York style pizzas are probably my favorite. This place is an, it's a, it pitches a no hitter every time. Right. And they also have a full bar. They're open late. Yeah. Seven days a week. Their hours vary, but typically mm-hmm. they're open till 11 p.m. or midnight, just depending on whether it's weekday or weekend. Yep. Check out their website, empireslicehouse.com. Now, our next thing, our next Food option. Oof. And again, we have not, just to reiterate for the probably 13th time, because I'm anal about this stuff, mm-hmm. this is not the entire list. It's not. But I chose this one to... to, to oh, but I, are you saying this is a top, is this a top of the, top of the heap? Or no, just, I just randomly selected, but this one is not so random. The, this, is, this is all I need right here. Up, down. Mm-hmm. 
They feature more than 70 25-cent arcade games. Oh, man. An extensive craft beer selection and house-made pizza by The Slice. Mm. Now, Up Down is not Oklahoma-born, but you don't see a lot of arcades in Oklahoma. You really don't, man. So no. i got to allow it. Not with this spin on it. Now we've been to, you know, we went to an arcade that was attached to uh, Bricktown Comedy Club. This is more like what we remember. You yeah. could get pizza at the arcade. Video games were twenty five cents until they became four four quarters to play Time Crisis. I mean, that was ridiculous. But anyway, I did it. <laughs> this is if you're, and I think, and I'll tell you why I think places like this are successful. And I wish you could see other. Types of nostalgia, like drive-ins, make a really make a huge comeback. Up Down is really tapping into what what's happening now. The pulse is nostalgia. Am I wrong? Everything. Oh, you know, Disney just announces they're doing a an X Men revival on the animated series. I mean, everything is nostalgia. It it. I think to a certain degree, it gets kind of kind of wears on you after a while. But man, I could spend hours on end. But I I think. You're talking about nostalgia as a sales tool, and these people are not trying to sell well, yeah. you something new by putting an old, you know, an old set of I get that. Jordans on it. There's, they're literally playing. You're literally going there and playing Dig Dug. Right. You're right. No, I mean, I, and I got nothing against it. I think, but I think if you're, this is the right business. I guess what I'm trying to say is. This is the right business model to be in right now because we've been riding a nostalgia wave for probably the last 10 years. Everything that's old is new again. And I think, I think it'll this, continue. I think it will too. I think it'll continue. But they're open seven days a week as well, typically until 11. They've got different starting hours again, depending on weekend, weekdays. If you're interested in checking them out, uh, check out their website, updownarcadebar.com. Yes. Now, I this next one. I've drunk a mule, drank a mule. I've got drunk on mules before. I've also eaten at the mule. They have exceptional, it's exceptional bar food. Basically what is what it is. It's a step above the norm. I wouldn't even say, I mean, primarily they just make sandwiches. Yeah. But the, their sandwiches, it, they have a twist it, to it. It doesn't, yeah. no, sandwiches doesn't do it justice. Okay. Like you literally can't say, oh, I got a, a sandwich, sandwich. Yeah. and convey the right message. If you look at their menu, what they've mm-hmm. got going right now, the Cortez is a sandwich made on jalapeno cornbread. Mm. It has braised short ribs, peppercino, grilled jalapeno, caramelized onion with a spicy aioli. That is not a sandwich. It's not, but can I just say something? When we do shows that involve food, every t- and it's the way you accentuate the, the ingredients... It makes me want to run home and see if I have anything that I can make close to this. And then I just eat and end up eating a double-decker freaking peanut butter and jelly sandwich. This show has done nothing for my caloric deficit. Absolutely nothing. And it's your fault. <laughs> well, again, this is another one of those places that has a little variation in their in their schedule based on weekends, weekdays. Mm-hmm. Um, so check out their website, themuleokc.com. Well, there you have it. That is, again, not our top list. It is a list of things you can do. We're not saying one is better than the other. No, there's probably 30 shows to be done in the Plaza District. Easily. We just don't have all the time in the world. We don't. We don't have all the time in the world. But maybe someday. Maybe. (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe someday. Well, coming up after the break, tourism in Oklahoma State Parks is seeing record numbers this year. Stick around. We like shirts. I would hope so. We're kind of we're kind of <laughs> chubby guys. I don't think we need to be running around without shirts on. I wear a sweatshirt now when it's eighty degrees outside because I'm insecure about the t-shirt I'm wearing underneath. Is it too tight? Will the will the message will they get the message of my t-shirt? I'm a huge t-shirt fan. Always have been. You have as long as I've known you. So I feel like having the right shirts. It's a no-brainer. It's super important. It is. The messaging of your shirt. Says everything. More importantly, the fit, Mm -hmm. the fabric. I know you like a thicker t-shirt than me. My t-shirts are thin. I want my t-shirt to almost feel like tissue paper. I've gotten now to where I'm like, if the, I'm going to correct you. I've gotten to where now my shirts, the shirts I wear at night before I go to bed, my night shirts, if you will, or a little bit thinner. I need it to kind of hug me a little bit. You know, like a little swaddle. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a, I guess I'm a man baby. But if you're looking for a shirt to swaddle you or to to be a billboard, your only choice is it's the choice is simple. It's Master Threads. Yes, Master Threads can embroider your logo directly onto anything. 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 And if you like a thick shirt or a thin shirt. Or a fanny pack. Or a fanny pack. They can get you hooked up. So if you have a logo or if you don't have a logo, reach out to Mester Threads. They'll get you a free quote. Their phone number is 405-673-3787. Or check them out on the Ethernet connection at masterthreads.us. So you are a state park guy. You spend a lot of time at state parks. Yes. You're I... part of the solution here. I'm part of the record-breaking numbers in 2021, apparently. Yes. From News on 6 out of Tulsa, tourism at Oklahoma State Park sees record-breaking numbers in 2021. Very interesting news story. The State Tourism Department said a record-breaking number of visitors are enjoying our our campgrounds and lakes this year. I think it has a lot to do with there's just not a... There's too much hassle in travel anymore. I don't know if it... I think that's probably part of it, but I really feel like Oklahoma has upped their tourism game. Yeah. I feel like we have a lot of activities at the lakes and state parks. Yeah, more bang more bang for your buck or lack of bucks. I did go to Red Rock Canyon. Is that considered a state park? I don't know if it's a state park or not. I, I think know. it's got to be. I paid to get in. <laughs> Does that mean anything? Not necessarily. Not because necessarily. I had to get a state park parking pass when we were at... Uh, Red Rock Canyon was ten dollars to get in, whether you're there for the day or for the night. So not a bad deal, really. No, and it's gorgeous out there. Oh yeah. But uh, back to the story. Right. Connie Burson said she and her group of friends go back to Keystone Lake year after year because of everything the park has to offer, and other people have a similar idea. So according to the state, day use has increased, camping has increased, cabin usage has increased. McCall is the Keystone Park manager said he hasn't seen a slow season since the pandemic started. That's great. That's great news, especially we we didn't think we'd ever leave the house a year and a half ago. I think a lot of the hassle of tra- yeah. traveling outside of the state has kind of funneled people in right. back into our economy, which is great. Right. According to the State Tourism Department, 2019, there were 9 million visitors to state parks. That number jumped to 11.5 million in 2020. 
And this year, as of September, we're already at 11.6 million. According to them, it's not showing any signs of slowing down. And I will say, I was camping last weekend, and this is late in the season. I mean, this is really late in the season. I expected to be one of one or two campers in the site, and packed. it was packed. And I think, I, I think in summation, I, I think a lot of it has to do with. I, we can debate this, but I, there's really no need because it's a good sign either way. But I think not knowing well if we go to if we go here or there, we're going to have to pack masks. Or we're gonna, I think it's just it's a it's a it's a resource. That people are finally starting to realize that it that it's here, pandemic or not. I think that does have something to do with driving the the tourism part, dollars. I think up. part of it, but I think a lot of people have gotten a taste of Oklahomans yeah. that visit parks. True, they're good people. They're helpful. They're fun. Like, dude, I'm telling you, in an RV campsite at an Oklahoma State Lake. If you forgot to bring food, somebody, somebody will feed you. So you will be fed. It's it's a what I that's the other thing I like about and we've commented on it camping and, and driving through campgrounds and just kind of observing. It's probably the quietest. You would think it's. I mean, there are places for kids to go and kind of be kids, but really, you just hear kind of like the the crackle of the fires and the the sound of people setting up and. Nobody's out there to be loud, and it's quiet, and it's peaceful. Even if you're not going to be on the water, if you're just there to just take a couple days to take a couple deep breaths or more, mm -hmm. it's a perfect opportunity because, I mean, it's I, I would live on a campground if I didn't have an orphanage to run. They do have a 14-day max stay at oh. any of the campgrounds, just so you know you can't okay. live in a campground, at least not one of the state parks. But I will say that we have made some massive improvements to the state parks. They put in new bathrooms everywhere. Wow. They're working on yeah. road signs. Uh, they've got about $49 million in renovations at parks across the state. And, dude, I'm telling you, I'm going to have to give, like, five out of five stars to the to the new bathroom design okay. at the state parks. Oh, yeah. They're great. For starters, it's all metal. Mm -hmm. Clean. It's air-conditioned. Air -conditioned. It's clean. They designed the inside in such a way that I honestly think, I've not witnessed it, but I think they can just go in there, kick open the doors, and hose it out with bleach water. And be done. And be done. Because right. the way it's designed. Well, you gave the bathroom design five out of five stars, but I'll tell you who really deserves all the credit and gets a five out of five. It's Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell. He's really cranked up tourism up to an 11. The guy is a freaking busybody. He's got his hands in every aspect of tourism and i think you know we interviewed him bef right right before it all went to to hell in a handbag and he had a mission and then here comes the pandemic how do you pivot from that and looky <laughs> he's done a great job he's done a great job honestly it seems like every time there's a ribbon cutting for a he's new, there like dude there how, how are you in altus and in gaiman at the same, at time. the same time, <laughs> like polar opposites. Yeah, like are I'm you, not buying it. Yeah, are, have you seen that that movie Multiplicity? Is that you? Are Either you, that or he's got a teleporter? Does he have a teleporter? Or is it a, what's that movie? The Surrogate. Remember that? <laughs> does he have a surrogate? I don't know, but the guy is everywhere. And he is. again, he deserves a lot of the credit for getting for getting tourism kind of back on track. Because 
There was a time when you'd drive through a state park or drive through a campground, because, again, we frequented them at staying and visiting, and they looked like Camp Crystal Lake, like there was going to be like a mass murderer hiding in the showers. I mean, they've really come a long way <laughs> in improvements. Well, I feel like you're giving a lot of credit to it's Lieutenant true. Governor Matt Pinnell without giving credit to what I think is the largest influence on tourism in the state of Oklahoma today. And that is the only an okay show. Right. You can't say that. And when you say influence, you mean influencers. We're influencers. We are. And we would like for you to join in the conversation with us. Check us out on Facebook, Only an Okay Show. Give us a review. Let us know what you want us to talk about Mm -hmm. next. Yeah. These are important conversations that we need to have. They need to happen because you are the difference. Absolutely. You are the world. This has been the Only an Okay Show. I am Harley. (laughs) And I'm Brett. And we're out of here. Peace. When I discovered Mr. Pibb, I'm like, Doctor Who? That degree wasn't worth anything. It was a waste of, waste of college. It was a waste of college. You could have went. It's kind of like when I found out when I got into radio that I wasted 12 grand. Uh, boy, were they, were they <laughs> dude, wrong. Dude, you could have just came down here and applied. What do you <laughs> What do you mean? It's like when you grow up and you hear, oh, just... How do you, so how'd you get started? Oh, I got started sweeping floors and flushing toilets. Flushing toilets? Really? But it's the thing, you think about radio, it's not like one of those jobs where I know a guy down on the corner, he said if you come in and shake his hand, he'll put you to work. Yeah. Radio's not like that. And every DJ there was like, man, you wasted your money going into, you spent too much money, you should have just applied for a job. How the hell do you even, really radio's a job where, Unless you know someone, and even for me to get the job in radio, they had to connect me to somebody that knew somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like, oh, we've got an American. And then when I went to, when some of them found out I went to American Broadcasting School, they were like, mm. I'm like, what's the deal? Like, they just had a vendetta against broadcasting school, which I get it. A lot of people have issues with proprietary Dude, schools. DJs should have been pissed at the guys who were uploading music to the internet right not the guys who were going to try to be a dj right like your job did not get eliminated it got eliminated by the mm. fact that they can take one dj and put him on seven hundred thousand stations oh, and yeah. make it sound like he is right there in your town oh yeah yeah he kn- you know what i like about my the, showing some like rock jock number two what the dude can talk and never take a breath that's called editing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like the only Noli K show. Those guys never breathe. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. Because Harley spends eight hours on a Sunday to make sure we never take a breath. We never. St- they don't skip the beat, man. They never stutter. They never start over. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do it every damn time. There's only been one time that we've nailed it. Right out of the gate. And it's never happened again. Your intro, there's never been a time where we nailed yeah, it we did. out of the gate. The one your before intro, last. This one. Your intro, yes. That's the what I mean. show, oh, no. no. No, We've never nailed a show right out of the gate. And we've still been invited to the big shot. Dude, last week was horrible. What? 
Like we would talk, we talked for like oh, 20 yeah. minutes and then we're like, yeah, let's do all of that over again. Well, I edited that 20 minutes. You did? Yes. And then I was like, start all over with what? And then yeah. I realized like we had started way over. I'm we like, started God, way over again. dang it. Yeah, we went. <laughs> did you, were you able to glean any, any, anything keep that keep? I mean, you're, you're kind of a, you're the, when you talk fish, when you're talking like, let's talk in a fishing term. You're a catch and release kind of guy. You either, you, you rarely ever keep one that, you know, if it doesn't look right, you're not keeping it. You toss it. Yeah. I would love to see that. I would love to just empty the bin and we could just empty oh, the dude, digital if, bin. If my delete file was something that stayed with us, there's probably 5,000 hours of deleted, of deleted MP3 does files. Does it feel like we've even, does it, when you think about the time, that we've spent. Does it feel like if we've spent five thousand hours? Oh. No. And there are people who are like, yeah, we can tell you haven't. Spent. There's no way they've spent five thousand hours. They're no better at it now than they were then. <laughs> I think we are. We have well over 130 shows. Shoot. And that's just in this. Just in only an okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I, we'll get to it. But I every now and again I go I trip down memory lane and I dig up some of the some of the choice nugs. From uh, the old, the old days, the old odd oddity catalog. There's some in there that I go. He said he wiped. He went through and you basically whitewashed it. And I I find a couple like, nah, you missed a spot, buddy. (laughs) You missed a spot. And the ones where I go, you missed a spot. Are the ones I'm like, that was kind of fun. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It's in the it's in the the ether. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Ethernet. <laughs> There's no escaping. Once we get famous, it's over. Dude, we are famous. We are famous. We are. I think we're famous. I had somebody tell me one time, it may or may not have been my second ex-wife, she said to me, Brett, you're not as funny as you think you are. And I said, you're wrong. I'm funnier than I think I am. That's why she's my ex. Uh, <laughs> all right. <clears throat> what do you got going this weekend? Are we going to talk about anything? Are you going camping or anything? No, I'm just prepping for... The turkey day. Start we can't talking. talk about that. Just start turking. Turking. Start turking to dirt-durkin? Yeah. Where you been? Interesting. So Tara's work is giving away, was giving away turkeys. We thought we missed the cutoff because we didn't reply by a certain time. Well, we're going to get a turkey and we're supposed to get it today at five. Mm-hmm. We get an eat we. Oh, we're, we're sharing emails now. Uh, and this and all, we're sharing bank accounts now too. I don't want to talk about it. It feels weird. So the work uh, emailed and said, cancel the turkeys. We're not giving out turkeys. You'll get a gift card on Friday. Okay. I mean, I know. You can keep your 10-pound turkey, but that's kind of weird. I wonder what kind of... If you're going by the, the average price of a turkey, it should be about an $80 freaking gift card. We're giving you the the value of a turkey last year. Tara don't eat turkey. She doesn't like turkey. That's weird. She likes the dark meat a little bit. I think, I don't know, I think somebody beat her with a drumstick or something when she was a kid. Um, and not not the kind you play drums with. But she does like ham, so I'm going to have to make a ham for her on Thanksgiving's. On our special Thanksgiving day? Yeah, our, the after Thanksgiving Thanksgiving special. Gather round. Okay, let's kick this big. Let's kick this big. Three, yeah. two, one. Doom, 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 doom. Three, two, one.